0: Welcome back in to another episode of scurry and the scrub uh he's scurry that's jordan scurry i'm matty What's marinas this? i'm the scrub and uh to help me feel better about my self-esteem being the scrub we brought in uh this straggler uh mike mike murakami um works for open doors uh and some of you maybe one or two of you possibly less might know him from the creighton days running right the uh Getting that social media team off the ground, working for the Man. marketing group, and everything—you so, know—you're
1: gonna, gonna have to just start letting me do the intros. Like, I have more pep I, in my voice when I do it. Like, you, I could have made him out to sound like Superman there. You, I hear you. I wanted I, this,
0: you. I wanted to. I wanted to drag him down a little bit for this one. You should let. Time.
1: But like next, I'll hype it up next time, and then you can yeah. drag him down after. Like, yeah. So no, but you I, need I to do the, the intros up. from
0: now on for sure.
1: I'll do the build up so we yeah. can build them up before we tear him down. Yeah. I feel like that's more effective. No,
0: I don't like to build him up at all. I just – Oh, yeah. I like, I, like yeah. To, I like to take him where he's at and then drag him further down below that.
2: So Oh, oh.
3: You know,
0: Matt, I don't know how many more guests – I don't know how many more,
2: guests. <laughs>
3: I don't know how many more guests you're going to have uh, if, if Matt keeps doing the intros. You know
1: I know. I, that <laughs> I, I know. That's why I had to step in there. I'm like, let me just nip this in the bud. they like, so hang on a second. They're not <laughs> no one else <laughs> yeah.
0: is going to want to come back on here after this. Yeah, nonsense. wait, wait. Okay. <laughs> is this how they treat everybody? What's going on? Um, it's,
3: it's a it's a it's a special intro and i i matt i didn't really realize that this you were called the scrub here and that would have changed i would have said yes far earlier than i i, I did if i knew you, that you were referred to as the scrub on on this uh podcast
0: did you think i was scurry
3: no i, I definitely didn't it's think scurry, you were scurry. It's
1: I, scurry I, I, I just don't think he knew the title i just don't scrub. think he was aware of the title
3: oh okay. i, I I did confuse the two of you all the time. Uh, at like when I was at Crane, I was like, yeah, oh, yeah. What's oh, wait, Always that's happens. that's
1: Matt. Don't worry, people. Yeah. all it was a four year. This is why we have a podcast because we're like, <laughs> I mean, so many comparisons, you might as well just let it rock.
0: Yeah, I like how Jordan was defending you at first, and then you basically just said he was me the whole time. That's yeah, I don't know if that probably didn't work out very well for Jordan. Um, <laughs> but I mean, it's a, first of all, it's a big week for Mike because. Uh, his Notre Dame fighting Irish are getting ready to get stomped again on national television somewhere. I don't know what channel ESPN probably, whoever watches college football. Um, are you okay? Are you getting ready for the inevitable, or do you have hope right now? Is that still there? Is there a glimmer left, or what's up? I
3: I think the only thing I can ask is again, do you ever want other guests on, on this podcast
1: <laughs> like I, hey no I, just... so I'm I, I was I've been a Notre Dame fan all year long I I, I don't believe all year long huh? okay. I have have I, I, I not have I not I can, oh, okay. I'm saying can, like, like no one says it I'm like, a that, though, like I'm not a diehard I'm not all diehard. year I've been I'm a Notre a Dame fan Book, all year whatever I'm an Ian Book fan I'm an Ian Book fan I don't believe the BS that people try to tell me that Ian Book couldn't be a backup quarterback in the NFL I, I think he could be a great backup quarterback in the NFL I don't know who's trying to tell me he can't beat, but I liked him all year long, and I've been saying Ian Book for Heisman until last game. But Ian Book for Heisman. Last game was rough. Uh, The the last time we played Bama,
3: also rough. uh, From from what I can remember, Uh, as as the game went on, the memories kind of got a little hazy. uh, For for a lot of good reasons, but I mean, hey, I I think we have him right where we want him. Where's that? <laughs> we're we're, yeah, we're <laughs> hey we're the underdogs. No one believes in us. Uh, you know, I, I remember a, a, an undersized uh, linebacker that no one believed in, uh, and and when given the chance, you know he, he he was able to record a sack on on the last play of the game and got carried off the field. So, I mean, Rudy, let's go! Like this is it's 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 time oh, for the underdog to the to dethrone Bama. That's, and, and
0: I, I, Notre Dame all the way. I think,
3: you know, I think like, this is the
0: year. You know, Conor McGregor was the underdog against uh, Floyd Mayweather too. And that's kind of how, you know, I see it going more like that in terms of how it's going to work out for the Irish. What, uh, uh, I get it
3: with the Irish. That was good. That yeah. was good. I, I think, <clears> what, <throat> Matt, what semifinal is Oregon playing
0: in? I really want to catch that. Uh
3: Okay. So, and,
0: so I'm glad you brought that up. Cause I knew, I knew you were going to, so I was ready for this. Like, does it really matter? Like, does college football have some kind of like prestigious postseason going on here, or is it all basically just like, hey, who uh, who are the teams with the most uh, money and the biggest brands that we can put on national television and let play for our trophy, and we'll call them the best? Hmm. Is that is that more? Were about- you
3: saying that when Oregon was actually good and <clears throat> in the college football playoff, or is this just kind yes. of like a? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Even,
0: even then. Like, even then. <laughs> Absolutely. This thing's been a sham for – This thing's been a sham since the jump, and this year only exposed it further. Like, Ohio State, what, they play like four games? What, how many play? How many play? They even play a game? They played six, I think. Who did, Ohio State six and oh. Who did Ohio State beat to prove that they were one of the top four teams in the country? What's the list? They beat Indiana. And-
1: Whew. <laughs> hey, this year, that's like a big deal.
0: I yeah, think. it is a big deal. Well they beat them by seven? Okay, <laughs> let's move on.
1: People were making that a big deal.
0: Northwestern, what, they would they score 20 points against Northwestern, so that's okay, cool. Would they play at Michigan? No. They beat Nebraska. That's a that's a big one, right? Yeah, man. I, I mean, Nebraska's, like, got five national championships somewhere in this <laughs> lifetime, right? Don't they? Someone's lifetime? Not mine, <laughs> but someone's.
3: I, I, I think it'll be a good game between Clemson and Ohio State. It we'll will be happens. a good
0: game, but that's not the point of a playoff, though. The point of a playoff okay. is to like stick the stick the teams that are deserving into a field and let them play because sometimes in sports the best team doesn't always win, right? Like that's just what I was taught growing up. So
3: you're talking about like an expanded playoff.
0: Yeah, one where it's not like obviously rigged for the the haves and against the have nots, correct? Yeah. Do you know – do you know a – name a sport where it's like this besides college football. Uh, okay, I'll get – and we're on a podcast. So I'll give you as much time as you need. Outside the clock. Okay.
1: Okay. I'll, I'll come back to it. Maybe, I don't think – I don't maybe. think you will. I think – no, but Matt, I think what you're the most mad at is that it's, it's really the pandemic didn't allow, like, a real schedule to happen. So there was no real way for teams – like, the, there was no real way in college football – there was going to be an even playing field because of the amount of games being played. And the fact that we know college football wants the teams with the big TV contracts, yeah. big endorsements, they want them. Yeah. And so because they were like, because they want, it's
0: about ratings. So
1: real, Yeah. So you, you already knew it was going to be the top four teams with the most extra to come with it. Sure. And obviously that's why Notre Dame got in this. Is why I've been trying to explain this to people. Yeah. I'm like, what do you mean? Yeah. Like, that's why Notre Dame always just stuff. the.
0: That's why Notre so, Dame always gets the benefit of the doubt without that little conference championship deal. Yeah, that's why yeah. they always get the benefit of the doubt when they never play for a conference so, championship. They're always like, "Well, they're Notre Dame and they have a big following." That doesn't. Why does that matter on the playing field? Nebraska well, because, has a huge. Nebraska has a huge following. They should be in the playoff every year, right? Okay, but they 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 have a huge other problem too. So
1: <laughs> that's, that's like <laughs> yeah, the, but- the other part to that outweighs their <laughs> money. Like they they got so much money and endorsement and whatever. They're so bad, nobody even cares.
0: So yes. if Nebraska was like a two-loss team, they'd be in the conversation every year because of the following Oh
1: Yeah, definitely. Def- the same reason Notre Dame is the same reason. I know. That, yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's why
0: it's bad. Because yeah. it's not on merit. It's on how many oh, people yes. like it's yeah. on how many people it's about how many people like you. I just feel like
1: that's we knew that about college football. I, well, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying this year exposed
0: this year exposed it further. Oh, yeah,
1: yes. Okay. And I- I'm
0: just like, and I'm just like done with it. I'm like, I don't even need to take you seriously anymore. Like, I'll watch the oh, games. Yeah for entertainment purposes during the season. But, like, when Uh you're telling me, oh, yeah, here's our national champion, I'm just like, stop talking like that because that's not Yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't just crown a national champion. You made a trophy and handed it to the team you
1: thought was perfect. Yeah, okay. I see what you're saying. (laughs) That's where I'm at. I'll back that. I'll back that.
3: So who who do you think should be in the college football playoff?
0: The 16 teams that should play for it, you mean? Or just the four that are in? I mean, let's talk – I mean, like – Ohio State playing how many games? Did they played six for real. Is that how many played? I think they played six. Okay, so they're six and zero. Oh. They played basically less than half of a legitimately legitimate college football season, and they're in the playoff. So that's all based on eye test, which is subjective as anything else that you could possibly give. <laughs> basically, a bunch of ads from power conferences sat around a table and said, "Hmm, they look pretty good." And that's how they got in. Um, even though they didn't look that good, did they look that good in six Ooh, games? When did Ohio, Ohio State, State look like they could beat like Baylor and Clemson? When name a game But they were like, "Ooh, yikes."
1: Admittedly, I didn't watch every Ohio State game. <laughs> yeah, I think I only watched the Indiana game, just because it was the first like noon and it was their first game, and I was like kind of hyped for that. And yeah, that the
0: like, one they almost, the one they almost gave away against Indiana, yeah. right? Like so, yeah. and Indiana's good because why? Why are they good? Because they beat Penn Penn, Penn State on a lucky play. I was going to say – ended up being terrible.
1: I I was going to say because there ain't as many teams to watch. Yeah, for real. (laughs) Not as many active teams. Yeah, Yeah, exactly.
0: Indiana is a top-ten team because we killed the – By default. Yeah, exactly. So that's their best – that's their marquee win is Indiana. Yeah. I Mm -hmm. mean, in normal years, if we're talking about perception, that's only good maybe in basketball, you know. Mm Mm-hmm. That baseball a couple years ago but like so Ohio State's in with six games that's cute Coastal Carolina played what 11 when 11 and zero, right
1: which like, who I mean, they, they, should... playing? they what bowl are they in yeah well Coast they Carolina.
0: yeah they lost their bowl game last night so now everybody's gonna say oh, oh see they lost night. they didn't deserve to be in which is like okay yeah. but then you got a couple years ago where UCF goes undefeated and you know beats Auburn and you're like nah. the national champs but only like who voted for them? Only one person, right? Did they only get one UCF vote? You
3: national champs.
0: Yeah, they only got one vote and it was like a husker writer because Scott Frost coached him. So, like you know what I mean? The whole thing's rigged, it's weird. It's not even like it's not legitimate. It doesn't matter. I, I who, mean, it doesn't matter who I think should be in. I think more teams should be in and let them play for it. That's what a playoff does.
3: I mean, it sounds like you you have
0: the blueprint and you know you just need to put pen Never. to paper and Every sport has the blueprint since the beginning of time. Have a playoff. Mm-hmm. Take the they best do. teams from the regular season, put them in a field, let them play. Is they have a fourteen playoff? Ohio State played six games, dude. That's just that's just not going to cut it. Like you can't six and zero oh. against what? In a against weird year, the Big 10. I mean, didn't didn't like Nebraska march down the field twice against them? Like. Nebraska's I offense. Think, Remember Nebraska's offense? That, that team marched down Didn't the field like the twice? Drive
1: of the game? Yeah.
0: Like, yeah. Like it was, oh, yeah. yeah.
3: I Wouldn't think be, I think a lot of people would be in favor of an expanded playoff. It would, it would be... Not nearly and enough.
0: If, and I'd be, and I'd, be, I would think it would be better if the 15 morons who were in that office thought there should be an expanded playoff, and the rest of the country said, boo, and only want four. I'd be happier with that scenario because it's like, Okay. Well, at least they're being. Yeah, that is kind of
1: strange because it would be like way more money. You could make all these bowl games like all parts of the playoff.
0: Yeah, can make, you make more bowl, bowl games. Make, make bowl games matter again, right?
1: Yeah,
0: Because what more. are bowl games? They're essentially like exhibitions True. for sponsors,
1: correct? Yeah, yeah.
0: That's all they are. Now. Now,
1: that's all. Yeah, that's, yeah especially, especially now. Especially so what?
0: Now. So if you have an expanded playoff and you name it whatever the hell, who wants to sponsor it? And you have it have some meaning to it, more eyeballs, more fans. Then you make your money off your endorsements off the bowl game that matters because it's a playoff game. Like, oh, that'd be awesome. Just... Cool. Yeah, it's the way tournament's been doing this for decades. Yeah. It's literally simple stuff. Yeah. College football's just like, nah. For some reason.
1: Got, they, it, it must be because they already got the money.
0: Yeah, it's clearly because they already got the money. <laughs> and that's why they're just trying to keep it amongst themselves. That's why you yeah. don't. They're that's like, why you should call South Carolina. Them, sh- yeah. They,
1: yeah. Yeah, that's why they'd be mad. They'd be like, Shh, stop. We just want our four games, make our money, and go home. Mm hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. 16 games, what? Matt. 16 games, Matt is too many.
0: That's okay. why Iowa State's losing to Louisiana. Oklahoma State's like, you know, they, they didn't lose to Louisiana. They got housed at home by Louisiana, with That's fans, with fans in the stadium too. So, and they were always ahead of Coastal Carolina. Two losses, Iowa State just never had to sweat Coastal Carolina at all. Undefeated team from, from nowhere. You know what I mean? It's just like it's BS.
1: Yeah. But football too, is that any given Saturday, any given Sunday? That's why Exactly. I, that's why they should. That's why they exactly. should Exactly. Yeah.
0: Wasn't Ohio State the best team in, in the land for a minute until Iowa hung fifty-five on them. Remember that? Like every day you gotta play. What if Ohio State beats Clemson? That doesn't matter anymore. It <laughs> doesn't matter anymore. That's what they did. Okay. That's what they do. That's why college football does it. They're like, they take this team that clearly doesn't belong in based on merit. And then they feed that narrative to that team for however many days they had to prepare. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that team comes like out like gangbusters, weeks. like us against the world mentality, and kicks the crap out of someone they probably wouldn't have beaten on a normal like normal week of prep. And they're like, "See, they were the best the whole time. <laughs> the ends don't justify the means here, ever." College football loves to do that's that.
1: That's a good so. take. That's hey. a good take. That's a good take. It happens all the time.
0: They're like, "Oh yeah, you, the doubter, the, the team that's doubted, it always comes out." Plays like their hairs on fire, proves the world wrong. And they're like, see, we
1: belong the whole time. Like, "Eh." and then, and also, if you think of the teams that are always the good, like the Clemson and Alabama's, what do they always have at late in the season? It's momentum. So, yeah, you stop mm -hmm. them for three weeks. Yeah. Definitely a little bit easier to hype some dudes up. And it's not, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Like who Clemson just beat Notre Dame, right? Really good team. Mm -hmm. We all agree. Mm -hmm. Deserving of their spot in the playoff that should be 16 instead of four, right? Mm hmm. They beat them like it's nobody's business. Mm -hmm. Ohio State, you know, had to play with Northwestern. Like, Northwestern's okay, but they're not. Yeah. I mean, come on. That was a grinder of a game, and Clemson Mm -hmm. looked like world beaters. But what happened after that? Ohio State, yeah, you can come in to – you know, you won your Big Ten title. You played your six games. You can come in and play for this college football title now. Oh, but by the way, here's Clemson ranking you 11th, and Dabo thinking you don't belong in the field. So – Feed that to your players every day and then go beat Clemson and you can show the world. And it's like, no, you didn't show them anything. You didn't belong in there. They were right the whole time. You just beat them. Who cares? It'll be it'll be fun to see to see the rematch, uh, third game of the
3: season, uh, Clemson-Notre Dame, and, and I think, you know, we'll see a similar <laughs> result um, in the title game. I think we'll see a similar result to the first time Notre Dame played. Yeah. Uh, it'll be a close game, you know, maybe a double OT game again. Uh, maybe a
1: little Trevor Lawrence. Another COVID case, or what do you think? I uh, ho- hopefully not. I, I mean, I, I don't wish COVID really? so on Wait, wait. So you're no, not. Wait, so clearly, good you're save. not rooting good for save. Notre Dame then. If you, if you're, if you still, if you think Trevor Lawrence is going to be the quarterback and Notre Dame is going to win, that's counterintuitive.
3: Uh, Trevor Lawrence is pretty good. Trevor Lawrence is a pretty good player.
2: Yeah,
3: man. he's he's that, that, that's going to be that's going to be a tough out.
2: Yeah,
0: solid take. How was you guys <laughs> Christmas?
1: How'd you guys Christmas? Hey, it's good as you can be. Families, immediate family, family, was safe. We were all good. Had a nice little time. Can't complain.
0: Did you get any cool swag?
1: I got this. I mean, I, I like got, it. I got stuff to stay warm. I got stuff. I, I was I was kind of practical this year. Parents got me stuff to stay warm. Uh, that's really it. Nice, Mike.
0: <laughs> Mike, what about you? Would you did you get the daughter some cool stuff? Yeah, yeah she,
3: she got a two-year-old daughter, and so she's running all over my house, uh, and so we tried to confine that with, uh like, trampoline, one of those, like, little kid trampolines with, like, the bars that you hang on to, and you just, like, bounce oh, by yourself. Yeah. It's great. A uh, lot of energy wasted on that uh, trampoline so far, and hopefully Is it a loud? lot more. Is it loud? It's really not. Not at oh, all. there you go. It's it's only loud when she sometimes falls off, but she's okay. We make sure she's okay.
1: Sounds like you tell her that. Yeah, yeah. We're like, you're you're fine. You get you have to convince her. Yeah, it's one of those convincing (sighs) you're okay's. It's like I actually actually, have black elbows, like black and blue. It's like no, 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 no. You're okay. You're okay. You're okay. (laughs) Here,
0: have have a marshmallow. You're fine. You're (laughs) you're good. I actually have a funny story about that. Like from back in the day. Like uh, this is from like mean Catholic school teacher days. Um, this is what, this is the, this is what adults tell children when they're hurt to try to like make them stop crying and screaming. So like one, I think I was in second grade or third grade, one of the two. So I'm a little dude, you know what I'm saying? Like stuff hurts when you fall. Okay. Mm -hmm. And you cry because it Mm -hmm. hurts. That's just, you're not, you're not tough enough to deal with that yet. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we were coming down the stairs. I think we had like a two story or three story school or whatever. Mm -hmm. We were coming down the stairs. I don't know where we're going, but um, I was like running down the stairs as stupid children do, and I uh, tripped on one of like the steps, like seven high, and fell the other six, (laughs) like landed real hard on the surface, and it hurt really bad, and I started crying. So the teacher comes up to me, and this horrible woman walks up and like whispers in my ear, and she's like. You know, trying to be. She starts out all soothing like. She's like, "Oh, are you okay?" Like rubbing my back and everything. She's like, "Matt, are you crying? Cause you're hurt? Or are you crying? Cause you're embarrassed?" And I was like, "What the?"
1: Yeah, I hate when they call you out. Like, I know. Such- I was like, I just magical. cleared
0: six steps on my face, woman. I'm crying cause it hurt like hell. Did you see that?
1: <laughs> no, like, but she could have thought you were doing it to like be cool and like attention. land it. And so, so yeah. but 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 since you didn't land it, yeah. I mean, I get where she was coming from. I you just would have been more upset that she called me out. I was. I, like, I would have well, I, I was the type to cry for both. I would have cried for both. I would really? oh definitely. I would have cried because I was like, damn, everybody saw make fun of me about this now. Like everybody seen me clear six yeah. steps like an idiot and I didn't even land it and now I'm crying because I'm hurt and they're going <laughs> so and then I would just have built up. So I just would have got mad if she called it out.
0: Yeah, that was probably my first F word right there. I was like, What the fuck? Are you kidding me? <laughs> like just face planted six steps high how do you think i'm not hurt dropping like, tra- yeah. f-bombs in catholic school Some i mean that's, where, that, right? that's 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 where you learn them that's where you in catholic school you learn how to drink how yeah to actually i so- learned
1: did you know i learned this summer from a nice catholic woman across the street that who i uh, i like would mow her lawn and stuff this summer whatever i did not know where the f-word came from until she told me how she learned it in uh Catholic school for yeah. unlawful carnal knowledge. I had no idea I, ne- I ne- that I never knew that.
0: Well, like, here's the, th- I mean, in Catholic, Beth, in Catholic Betty, school. Betty's
1: her name. Oh, Betty. <laughs> she, she, you know, she put me on game.
0: In Catholic school, they take you as like a youngin where you're just like a sponge with nothing in there. Yeah, and I mean, they tell just... you, they tell you all the things that are bad and you're like, I want to try some of these things. So that's where you learn them. You learn oh, them yeah. by learning not to do them. And no, then you that's... revolt against them. So that's, how bad are these things really let's test it out you know and then you go out into the world and you cuss around your parents and they're like what in the did you say like, oops <laughs> that's not
1: good you know what i mean let's, how it so it's like catholic school and the internet are the plagues yeah are you're you writing this down for your daughter don't no catholic school <laughs> no no internet
3: here's here's the thing i i am catholic and oh. despite my last name i'm i'm my mother's maiden name is sullivan so i come from an irish catholic family uh, my wife is catholic my family is very catholic so i'm i'm now just scared i'm i'm terrified oh, yeah. this this podcast has done nothing but absolutely terrify me for the future so thank you and very much that's why we're
1: that's a good plug that's a good plug you well, should here's, put that on our tagline. yeah like. Scurry in the scrub
0: <laughs> well if it makes <laughs> you, terrified if, if it, terrified. it makes you feel any if it makes you feel any better I'm not, I'm not i'm not done insulting you so uh, if it makes you feel better um, I, i'm well aware <laughs> well we did we i'm glad we had you on though kind of um I, I mean i thought we could have chosen a better guest for this but whatever uh i don't know. disagree with you i don't disagree <laughs> like, with you on that
1: <laughs> he, he texted me like three times i had to be like no like come on he i i, I promise you it'll be a good guest and i'd be like yeah i just, just don't want to talk to him though i was like well mm-hmm. i mean come on that's the point like he was like uh so i mean here we <laughs> are we were a little
0: inside baseball for people. We were on the phone. I was on the phone with Mike talking about, like, being on what we were going to talk about. And literally, like, he's getting mean mugged from his wife the whole time because he's supposed to be leaving to go meet with family. He blamed that mm-hmm. shit on me. He blamed it on me. Even though oh, he was going yeah, I'm free to talk right now. He said, I'm free to talk. So I called him. And we started talking. And he's like, oh, yeah, I got to be somewhere. Why, why would you Here's tell the me, thing, though. Like- why would you tell me you're free if that's what's going on? Matt, Merry I had to leave
3: in like an, <laughs> I had yeah. to leave in like an hour, Matt. And and he, I was like, Yeah, I'm free to talk for like a couple minutes. But I, I should have known, Matt, that any conversation with you is likely to take up like my entire day. So I, I should have known yeah. going mm-hmm. into it, like, oh no, Matt, I'm not free because I have a thing in three hours.
0: Here's here's, here's yeah, see, the and, and here's where lot. here's where his credibility gets shot too, because the truth behind that is we he might have had an hour to talk. But he spent the first 45 minutes of it putting me on hold so he could go talk to his air conditioner repairman or whatever the hell story he made up to get me off the phone.
1: So Again, whatever it takes. like
0: 90% of that time not talking to me. So, again, whatever.
1: Married men with kids come up with the best scapegoats in the world. That's they, do. The they do. They do. They, they could make needing to go to CVS sound so urgent that you would be like, yo, just call me when you're back. Let me know you're safe. Like, I learned early on. <laughs> You don't have our conversations with your friends with kids. That's why you got to schedule a podcast with them. That's right, exactly. <laughs> that's, that's why I'm in my car right now. <laughs> you literally, men literally have to set professional conversations to have an excuse to talk, to shoot mm-hmm. the shit. Like we, we had to do this podcast or else Mike's wife was gonna be up his ass. Like that's crazy. It's true. <laughs>
0: He just said it's true on recording. Re- I hope she listens. On recording. It. Yeah, I do like, too. I can't. I'm so good. I'm so I hope he films it. Like, I can't wait to see this. Yeah, this is going have- to I actually might send it to her just this timestamp right here. Just like, yeah, you- yeah. she's going to enjoy <laughs> that one. Check this out. Um, okay, gonna, so like, now we now Make now sure we- she
3: blocks <laughs> both of you. You're, you're both getting blocked.
0: Now that we've humbled him good and well, let's, uh, yeah, let's we, actually we get into back what, to reality. We, yeah, what we what we want to talk about. So, like, name, image, and likeness is a big topic of conversation right now, and it's, it's getting more momentum than ever because it's actually close to being implemented from an NCAA standpoint. Um, I think this summer had a lot to do with it, but I also think just general common sense had a lot to do with it. Like, athletes are, in terms of, like, time um, spent, doing what they need to do to get right athletically, academically, they're not really getting a whole lot back for what they give in terms of the value. Um, So that's kind of like how it was born. But but the reason we got Mike on here is because he kind of knows the inner workings of all that. Like he's got a lot of experience. um, And I want to let him tell you about it uh, just jumping on in. So if you could, not that you're getting like a job interview here, there's nothing, there's no perks with this at all. It's just airtime um like what's your background in marketing of athletes specifically um and what have you like learned about it going um coming out of it now in all your years as that you didn't know going in in terms of how much value a college athlete even one that maybe not is like on espn sports center all the time has in terms of like what they can do with their following on social media and and other platforms like that
3: yeah so the, the background really, I, I mean, kind of similar to Jordan. I, I was really interested in journalism uh, in college. And so I took a lot of media writing classes. And uh, one of my first jobs out of college was writing for a website that covered high school sports in Minnesota, particularly hockey, which is obviously a, a huge sport, um, high school hockey in Minnesota. And, and I realized a couple things. One is that I love sports. I love watching um, athletes grow, uh, like both athletically, but then also just kind of their brand. And um, seeing some of those kids go play, you know, at, at D1 schools and get drafted by NHL teams, and um, so it's it, it, it. I loved watching that journey. Uh, the other thing that I learned, uh, no offense to Matt, was that I didn't I didn't want to be a journalist. <laughs> I, I was like, you know what? Uh, I I love covering sports i love like being in that realm but i was like i don't i don't know if journalism is, is right for me um and ironically uh i you know we spoke we spoke about my wife who will i am gonna make sure never listens to this because of of uh the the recent admission uh but because you just I, close on your own yeah because i'll i'll blame you for whatever matt um mm-hmm. and uh She's obviously – she's from Omaha, so I I knew that I had to move to Omaha. And I was looking for jobs in sports and, you know, looked at, like, USHL teams, the Lancers, uh, the Lincoln Stars, uh, tried to get something going. And and I I ended up getting a job at Creighton University and and working in their athletic department. And so it it was – I I never really pictured myself working for a a D1 – d1 athletic department it it just kind of happened and you know that first year was was the the last year in the valley um so all of a sudden like we go from like uh, a really strong mid-major to arguably the best basketball conference in the country uh and going from a conference tournament where we a bunch of us packed into in a car and drove to st louis to hopping on a charter flight with the team to New York city. Like that's, that's a big change. And so it was really fun to be a part of that. And it was really fun to, um, you know, just be involved in in, uh, in the athletic department while that whole thing was happening. And uh, my role when I first got to Creighton was working in the ticket office. Uh, that was obviously Doug McDermott's junior and senior year. And there was not a whole lot we had to do uh, to, to move basketball tickets. We, we, we i i promise uh to to ras or, or to sarve if anyone hears this or watches it we definitely did work um but but we didn't have to do a lot of work to to, to, to fill that to fill that place um but like i uh, that i think you know that also kind of led to like all right well we're not having to like really spend a lot of time figuring out ways to move tickets like we are sold out. So we don't have to do anything. We, we really have to figure out how many people were actually going to let into the building for fear of like the fire code being called on us. Like that was honestly like what the biggest thing was. So that opened up some time and I started tinkering around with like a Creighton ticketing social media account and posting to that. And that slowly transitioned into uh, doing some social media for, for team accounts and, slowly but surely that kind of turned into my role. So um, I would spent over five and a half years in, in the athletic department at Creighton uh, with, with amazing people uh, watching amazing student athletes. Like I, I started with, you know, the Doug McDermott days and I ended, um, you know, within there, there was a, you know, top 10 team like that Jordan like that game against Wisconsin,
1: smallest i've ever felt in my life holy cow I've never, that was my freshman year too right and that's that was the first time i felt it sold out i've never felt so small my whole life the
3: electric is it it, it doesn't even do it justice what yeah. what that building was like uh, especially at the end when the two boys from omaha just closed it out i mean that was that was wild um and you know, also around that same time is like a meteoric rise of the volleyball team. And, and yeah. so like watching and like a really good men's soccer program and like all these teams, like it, it was so cool to watch, like not just the fact that we were no longer in a quote unquote mid-major of the Missouri Valley, but like how good all the teams were doing. And so that's that's where it got fun for me uh, kind of utilizing the success of the athletes and highlighting their successes on social media and all of these new tools that were coming out at the time and like trying to figure out, okay, like, you know, how can we best showcase Creighton and, and why, why you need to come be a part of this, like for recruits, like it, it was, it was geared towards recruits. It was geared towards the fans. It was geared towards alumni, um, just kind of going along for the ride of, of everything that, that happened. Um, you know, I, I would say, I I think back to like some of like the most popular posts, social media posts, like it's not like an article where you spend a lot of time, like crafting together this article and really hoping that you have a, a really good lead into a really good, you know, everything. I mean, you, it, it's a it's a moment it's a and and for a while it was only a 140 character moment and uh you know like i i think i remember like just like slamming my fingers down a bunch of times when marcus foster hit that three uh against xavier in in the semis like i i didn't know what to say i yeah. and and but that moment wasn't me it wasn't creighton it was marcus who who did that like and so that's where you can kind of see like athletes drive everything. Mm-hmm. Um, it, 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 I, I, I knew from, from the first time I really started, like I, I can provide an update on the score. No one cares. No one really gives, gives a crap what the score of the game is. They can figure that out. What, what they want to see is they want to see the highlights. They want to see the, the athlete driven moments that are out on social media that they can interact with and they can, call back to and be like, Oh, this was a great play. This was an awesome dunk. This, you know, those are the moments that, um, that I, I knew and I, and I could see, and, and, you know, compliance wise, there's only so much really you can do with student athletes. Um, you know, but just making sure that we were highlighting everything that they were doing. Um, that, that was my focus when I, when I was at Creighton. Um, so, uh, marketing wise, I mean, you know, we really just knew that like we had successful programs driven by successful and talented athletes. Um, and, and, you know, my role was trying to get as much content out into social media so that like, Hey, this is awesome. Like you're going to want to be at the next game to see it. Um, that was kind of like what was driving me. Um, and the more and more I was there, the more and more uh like you just saw it grow and grow and grow what did you like
0: I think you brought up an interesting point because I can remember when kind of before you got your you know you put your imprint on it were like the Creighton team accounts were kind of just uh essentially like what you said they were kind of just scoreboards for people on game day right like they would you'd get a score update, a player stat update, and that, you know, a time left update. And that would kind of be what you'd see on uh, 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 throughout a game on a team account. And then you, you realize, like, I guess my question is like when you see that versus when you see uh, the engagement after just a really cool play that has no context on it in terms of like the tweet that's written, um, it's just, like, is a highlight, and then the, everything's there for you. The score's there. The scoreboard's there. The play is there. Um, what type of engagement did, did you get um, the difference in just a regular score update with nothing there to, to look at versus when, you know, someone throws an alley-oop and, um, you know, it makes it, like, 22-20 or whatever it was, like, when the score is kind of secondary to the awesome play that happened?
3: Yeah, I, it was obviously – night and day. I mean, I don't have the exact totals. I, I, you know, it's, it's been a, it's been a long time, but I think, you know, the first time that I got a Twitter account was maybe in 2010 and it was still relatively new at the time. So I started at Creighton in 2012. um, And I think I kind of took over the social media accounts maybe two years, two and a half years in. Um, So still like twitter was barely five years old if if it was um and i think people were just kind of trying to figure out what is this platform going to be in and what content do i want to see on it um it certainly did a great job providing score updates uh and and people would engage with it but i i think there was also so many different tools that they get like you can go to you can open up an espn app and and figure out what the score of a game is uh you know, there's live stats that you can pull up and and find the score. Um, nowadays, like you can just open up Twitter and sometimes you'll have you'll see the score updated like the top of your phone. Um, so, it, featuring content um, that that was a game changer, uh, and and there was a lot of work done, not. <laughs> Matt you'll be happy uh it was not done by me it was done by others in the athletic department to like least surprising
0: surprising thing you said this whole time I understand
3: that uh to to get me the tools to you know post a highlight um and to get content or get photos or or whatever whatever I could get um to you know put put a little bit more content than just words um whenever whenever we did that it, we got a lot more engagement uh, a lot more people were retweeting or liking or quote we whatever it was commenting on it um and i think the more you know i i always wanted to be professional but also still kind of playful to the point where fans could feel like they could interact with with the accounts um and you know i i think it it was more inviting that way which is kind of the whole point of social media uh mm-hmm. so that that is uh, definitely definitely a lot more engagements when it when it came to having content. The the game changer, and it's probably a good segue into uh, you know some other points here. But like, I could tweet out you know a graphic of what the attendance was at a Creighton game, uh, and you know after the game or something like that. I could tweet out the final score. I could tweet out you know you know shout out to the amazing fans. And then Coach Matt can hop up and with no graphic, just tweet something out, like, thanking the fans, and it would outperform anything that I put out. Like, and it was like, well, what the heck? Like, this is – Yeah, so that's
1: actually – that's a good point and a good segue kind of into some of the stuff Matt and I were talking about earlier, just about how now with the name and likeness, like, things changing in that, like, all going forward. How do you think that will have an effect where it's, like, players who – are going into schools with such big social media followings now, and even like some teammates who I played with, like going into Creighton. Like, how do you think schools, like, how would that be different from your position? Like, thinking, like, having a kid come in with like already a huge following now, like, if you were at Creighton, I'm saying, but um, like, how, yeah, would I that mean, change? how? how do you think that changes now, just with the name and likeness, like, being so uh, relevant and kids like caring so much about it?
3: Play. Um. Well, I think I think you know, there's a, there's a couple things to that. Like when, when Kobe uh, yeah, came to Creighton, like we were, saying. we were well aware of how many followers he had. And, and so yeah. if, if he was, if he was going to post about like jerseys or, or, uh, you know, apparel equipment, whatever it was, like if he, if he, we didn't like go out of our way to like provide anything necessarily, mm. but like we didn't step in his way to mm. prevent him from sharing mm. content. Um, now, like, and I didn't have a tool like Open Doors at the time that where changes, I probably. could, yeah, no doubt. And it that I that is a shameless plug, but like I didn't have a tool like Open Doors where I could load up content for him to use. Mm.
2: Um,
3: so now, like, schools are utilizing companies like open doors to load up content for these players to, to post. And, and what I found, you know, my kind of towards the end of, of my time at Creighton was uh, I, I could post something on, on any team account and it would do pretty well an athlete posts and, and it would outperform it every time it would. Mm. And, and that I do have numbers. Like we, we at open doors have found that, athlete-driven content can outperform a team account like at six times on average um and and that's insane numbers so the the goal is now like and and some some schools that we work with i've seen this and and creighton honestly is is one of them with with the social media team that they have there where they're very conscious about you know the content that they want to keep for themselves but also sharing a lot of content with the athletes yeah. so that they can post and they can drive the conversation. Uh, and, and, and that is, that's, what's going to help build their brand when it comes to like a, a bigger recruit choosing whether or not they want to go to a certain school or not. Um, you know, I, and I should have looked up, I should have looked up his name, Matt and I talked about this, uh, when we were, what, what was, uh, the guy's name? He, he opted to go play G
0: league instead of, uh, oh uh, well, R.J. Hampton I, went overseas. No, no, no,
1: no. Who is the kid this year? Oh, Jalen. Oh, Jalen. Oh, they on,
3: like man. built a G
1: League team. Yeah, no, into, I. Get, oh yeah, yeah. Um yeah. I know exactly. Hold on, I was just talking about this kid because they were, they just had the first G League media day. Like they had a whole G League media day, basically because of him. But here's the thing. Like this is
3: almost, I, I this is almost like proving Jalen Green.
0: Point. Yeah,
3: Jalen Green.
0: Like we lot, had to like a lottery pick.
3: Yeah, we, we had to search for that name. Why? Because like he didn't yeah. go
1: to a Duke. He didn't yeah. go to a Kentucky. Exactly. Like, he, like it's such a good book. you knew who and Zion so, was because he went to exactly. Duke. Like, and I think to that point now, and you say because when I thought the initial question, right? Like, how is this going to change? Like the name and likeness thing. I think the way it changes it is now schools just have to have in marketing department, like what you for what you were saying you were doing at Craig. You have to now have a pitch for that number one kid. Like, say the number one kid comes in, it's like, at least this is what I would know. I would be like, so what? Instagram, like, what is your media department going to send me that I can post on my Instagram weekly? That this school isn't like, what's gonna, what's better about what you guys can help me post versus like uh, the next? So I think that's how I could see it changing in like basically what I was saying. Your job changing, so that is crazy to think about how I didn't know the numbers about it being like six times greater than the actual school's account. Cause most, most of the time you see the schools have the larger followings, but the athletes at the time. So Mike, maybe yeah. you can
0: help clear some of this up because like, there is a little bit of like, um, they're, they're, they're athletes at that school. And it, it is kind of like a cohesive thing in terms of brand building, but Am I mistaken? Like, I don't know if the NCAA is going to allow that close of a linkage. Are they? Are they going to allow um, athletes to promote team-based things to make money off of that, or is that where the gray, where we get into the gray area of what the NCAA is going to kind of try to regulate?
1: That's a good question. That's a good question.
0: It's,
3: this is a really good opportunity to, to put out the disclaimer that I am not an NIL expert, and I I, I, totally I have perfectly fine perused perused a lot of the uh, legislation and a lot of the things that have been but i and our our ceo blake lawrence i'll give him a plug I uh, i would rate him an expert but i do think that i have some answers and so, so to my knowledge Matt,
1: that's who we should have had on the podcast. that's yeah, who you should I have gotten
3: yeah. <laughs> i'm joking I'm that's just joking. I'm just that's joking. that's who you'll get the cease and desist letter from. i told you i picked the lowest uh,
0: fruit so i was just like let's just do this uh, yeah Stare yeah, for the this
3: is, It's like it's like fishing for sunfish off the dock. This is what you did. <laughs> no man, come on, You're
1: come like, on. Hey, you still was... have the insight. You still got the insight.
3: <laughs> no, no, no. Uh so okay, uh, the NCAA is is absolutely fine with college athletes posting photos from their games. And that content can be provided through open doors or or you know, Dropbox or or whatever it is. Um athletes cannot post that content like in an ad. And they cannot uh, use school marks right. in an ad. Okay. Yep. So like Jordan, if he was gonna post something for Creighton, he couldn't wear the Creighton C logo. He could wear a blue shirt a, a plain blue shirt. Uh that's fine. Yeah. Like, there's like,
0: nothing against that, but, off,
1: or like, like that. So they, they yeah. can
0: they can brand build, but they can't use
1: the other You can't use the school the and
0: their brand together yes. to make money in like a commercialization type of post. It's it's just gotta be their their
3: own brand, right? It's just gotta be yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so like another another a good um a good example, Club Trillion. Right? Yeah Tyson <laughs> yeah. Tate. They sold like tens of thousands of dollars worth of apparel with Club Trillion on it. Yeah. And he couldn't get a dime from it. And, and I think that I, I I don't remember if like he got like some kickback, but then he had to Whoa. pay it
1: back. Oh, OK. So speaking of a story like that, that's my my question is. So like the Kyle guy thing, is that legal now? Do you know about that? You'll have
3: to refresh my memory. on so that So
1: Kyle guy got married while he was in college. Right. And he had a wedding registry and all the boys oh, yeah. from Virginia bought him gifts, like, for his wedding registry, and the university made him return them.
0: Because they were impermissible that, benefits. Yeah.
1: yeah. I don't
0: know. That probably doesn't fall into this, does it? Like,
3: I don't think it does. Yeah. I, I don't, I think that that would still be an impermissible benefit. Right. Um yeah. but, that, but
1: what... I, I, the only reason I even bring that one up, I didn't mean to cut the Tyson tape story. No, you're good. But like, I just I think just in separating it cuz that is separating the player and like your brand and the school but I'm thinking in a setting like that the wedding should be able to separate but I mean I guess how I, that is Yeah playing. because well I
0: mean I think it's got to be I think it's got to be like a business proposition for the booster and yeah. the athlete right cuz there are going to yeah. be I mean that's just the what we're talking about here with the name image and likeness we're talking about basically athletes linking up mm-hmm. with a boosters Cause whether it's a business or whatever, mm-hmm. and kind of like generating um, ad revenue for that business through their own through yeah, the yeah, players yeah, on yeah. brand, okay. right? Is that what we're? That's a good way to. That's kind of like that. the linkage yeah, there, right? Yeah. So like with Kyle Guy, it's like it, that's his wedding isn't a isn't a business problem. Isn't a
1: part of his business. The yeah, so yeah, boosters
0: yeah, exactly. giving him yeah. something for that yep, isn't yeah. like a trading of service. It's like a, it's just a he's yep, yep, at yep. Virginia, and their boosters are like, hey, we love you. Here's some. Stuff that the NCAA doesn't want to give you through this third channel of your wedding, yeah. Like if yeah. They, but if, but if, but in this post NIL world, if Kyle Guy is like, let's say he's trying to raise money for his wedding, whatever it is, like <laughs> that doesn't have to be like That's on true. the surface. He's just got a, a an intrinsic motivation to get money. Um, he can use his brand to work with those boosters to yeah, promote absolutely. their businesses to get money for himself through that uh, commercialization that he can then use to do whatever the hell he wants to do with it. Wedding, uh, as,
3: yep. As long as he's not getting anything from Virginia for this, like right. Virginia cannot be the one that says, Hey,
2: mm-hmm.
3: uh, John Smith auto wants you to, yeah. you know, like, so <laughs> get in touch with John Smith, like Virginia cannot do that. And Got Got Virginia it. cannot he, like cow guy cannot wear anything. Virginia when Got he's it. doing whatever he's doing for yeah. John Smith auto. And like so but what we envision is there there could be a world very soon where john smith auto reaches out to kyle guy um and says hey like we want to work together this is what we want you to do um and this is you know what we would pay you to do that and and as long as like no other compliance rules are being broken like that is a acceptable transition that kyle can do now Mm -hmm. um so that's, that is, you know, the difference. That's the world that I think that we're moving towards, like going back to the club trillion, like that is, that is a situation where he could have marketed that himself. Like mm-hmm. it, it just club trillion. No, that was Ohio state, right? Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. I thought so. Yeah. No, no Ohio state marks, like no, no, red, <coughs> no, no, well, I could be red, it That doesn't matter, but like no logo. Um, like he, he could have made money off of that. Uh, and he's club trillion. Like he's, he's not making a lot of, you know, impact on, on this. In fact, <laughs> that's, that's kind of the whole point of club. Trillion. That was, not that was the money. whole
0: point. Right. Yeah.
3: But, but like he had a brand and like, now he's really popular. Like he's got a blog, doesn't he? He's got like Podcast. podcasts he's got. Now he's got, uh, apparel that he can sell and finally mm. make money off of that whole thing could have happened back in, uh, you know back in school like we'll mm-hmm. we'll see like even if you know you're not a star on the court like maybe you know bench mob is is yeah. gonna like bench mob culture is gonna take mm-hmm. over i again that that dude from uh depaul yeah the uh, like rex
1: <laughs> he, like he's a he brand on the t-shirt but like, mm-hmm. on the t-shirt boom
3: and honestly like he might be the most like he might have the yeah, highest brand yeah. on DePaul. Yeah. So he doesn't play. Well like, it's like
0: that even is... Jordan, if Jordan yeah. were a Jordan, let's say let's say in a hypothetical world Jordan's cool. Well, no. Like if if like his whole career doesn't have to be based
1: on No Man, to kind of like spin it to tell the story is like so you remember Davion Mike, right? He's of course now in Kentucky. Um we were roommates freshman year. And obviously freshman year we we're both fresh on campus and we're sitting there and like we would just play 2K. Like, you're just getting to know someone, mainly just play 2K. It's your teammate. Like, we're in dorms. We're trying to get used to whatever. And so, obviously, it's after practice. A lot of times you're loopy-minded and all that, and we're just trying to, like, play. We're freshmen, eager. Like, man, we got to make sure, like, we're in the gym the most, blah, 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 all this. And we just get to shooting the shit, and we're thinking, and we're like, yo, we just need to make sure we, like, have a lack of all distractions this year to have a good year. And, like, he said it, and I was like, lack of all it's like load, lack of all distractions, load, and we had T-shirts and everything made that said load, like all L O A D, like all lack of all distractions underneath. Demons one, J five on the back of that, and the second it said like the Demons one and J we got the text from Preston. And he was like can't do it don't post it don't put it nowhere nothing like you can't even do it yet wait till like after college or something and we were like man like that was our freshman year. so like that's how we were kind of introduced to it and you know like davion super business minded guy and i was trying to be creative with it too and i was super on it and so we we kind of that's how we kind of got into it like and that was our early education of like what name and likeness would be about in our four years and that's why we're still so and i'm still so uh curious about all this stuff with it and how how guys can kind of do what we were trying to do.
3: That would have been completely permissible uh, under the proposed legislation, which hopefully gets passed uh, next month and and goes into effect in July. So you were, you were close. You were close to hopefully, (laughs) but, but that's, but that's it. Right. Like that's, and, and going back to like playing 2k, like what about like a, a player like streaming to Twitch, Yeah, like, yeah, that's that's only that's now now it's gonna be
1: right.
2: Yeah,
1: as long as
3: he's not wearing, you know, if if you're sitting in your dorm at Creighton, Mm -hmm. as long as you're not wearing a a Creighton logo thing, and you know, you're just playing Mm -hmm. 2K, Mm -hmm. you can get money Mm -hmm. off of ads
0: from that or whatever. That was the YouTube thing. Twitch streaming is just like yeah, it's like your own that's that's your own platform to do whatever. Like sell yourself, talk about whatever's going on in the world, like game. And then people can just like throw money at you literally right oh, all the streams going. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, as long as none, as long as you're not breaking any of those little guidelines where it's like, all right, is there a logo here or is there is you wearing team apparel there? Like, as long as you're just doing it like in basic player A, create a player mode, <laughs> essentially.
1: Well, you're good to earn whatever mom, you can earn in that time. Because there was a I think it was a kicker for some school. It was Central – it UC USF, was right? It yeah. USF? Yeah, and they had a the kicker who, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I remember it being he couldn't continue his YouTube channel that he was making bank off of mm-hmm. because yep. he was doing a day to day, and his day to day was in the football facility and all that. So yep. like, because right. that's what people wanted to see, but that's their stuff, so he couldn't make money off that. Right, that's what mm-hmm. it was. Which so brings me like, to
0: my next question, like because I want <laughs> before Mike talks about this, like because mm-hmm. I think it's going to relate. You re- you remember looking at, um trying to sell tickets in the Doug era, right? In his post second half of his career. Why, what in your opinion, like just in your experience of doing this, are the hurdles stopping um, athletes from just like being able to generate whatever revenue their name could generate Mm. linked with the school if it it is or not? Like, why is that a no-no when that's the appeal for some people? Like, why is that the school is going to make money off their name right like if creighton puts doug somewhere anywhere name it (laughs) that's going to generate i mean let's 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 look at it in a good way what are the uh the pink out days right creighton raises money for a cause correct um but they do it by what selling jersey jersey auctions jersey auctions correct like so it goes to it's charitable so that's you know that's the wiggle around for everything in this world apparently, um, it's for a good cause so I'm not knocking it, but at the same time, that's what a, that's what that's player driven branding is it not? So why can't if Doug wants to go out and make bank for four years, like just think about it? These players are playing their careers that can end like that an injury away is it's it's it changes a lot. Like you don't always come back from those, the same player with the same future outlook in terms of, you know, playing overseas or playing in the league. Um, So the the years are fleeting. The career is fleeting, right? So why can't play? What's the holdup with just saying, Hey, look, Zion and Duke Creighton and Doug uh, page and Yukon. It's like, it it can sync together and allow an athlete to make money doing X, Y, Z, but for some reason, it's not cool when an athlete, when it's athlete-driven to make money in a UConn jersey. But the UConn school can like take Paige, mm-hmm. slap her all over this a billboard for season tickets. Um, we talked about the pink out game with Doug. Why can the why is it okay just from an NCAA standpoint, just a moral standpoint for the NCAA to market athletes to make money and in institutions, but. Not for the players to do it using the institutions. Why is that but not just make total sense in like in in harmony? Like it's, it it sinks together, right? It
3: should. But I think what you're kind of getting to is like why this conversation is happening in the first place. Like mm-hmm. right now, athletes can't make money. Period. Uh, they can't make money until the day that they graduate uh, or the day that they renounce their amateurism um, and. There, there can be long debates about what is amateurism uh, nowadays, uh, because yeah. it certainly, it certainly is not what amateurism was when
0: pandemic this whole exposed, thing started. The up. pandemic exposed some things, didn't
3: that?
2: Sure. Did. I mean,
3: well, a, a lot of things were exposed in twenty twenty, and and I think that one of the biggest things was like the power of the athlete voice, oh, yeah. um, and being able to shut down games, or you know, like athletes i think like it or not have a lot of power when it comes to sports um and so i think like credit to the ncaa for taking a look and saying i well we need to figure some things out we need to make some changes um i just as how i don't think you know any legislation like when it first gets passed in in a lot of situations it's it's not going to be that way forever um there, there, who knows? There could be a day down the road where school logos are permissible. But right now, I think a, a lot of times, you know, if if, a, if an athlete's going to be paid by someone, um, you know, they're they're going to get paid for them. Like if John Smith Otto is paying Doug McDermott, like they're paying Doug McDermott. But if Doug McDermott's wearing a Creighton logo, then does some of that money need to go to Creighton and then Doug doesn't get as much like,
1: well, I, you know I what I mean? That, well, I yeah. think to that, that's a good point. Just cause I think it's just silly into what Matt was saying. I think it's silly. Like we all know if you go to Omaha right now, like, and I mean, I guess obviously cause it's going to, if it's not already going to be retired, you see a number three Creighton Jersey. It's it's cause it was bought cause of Doug McDermott, Right. Like, mm. but Doug never saw any of that money right have his name on not it or that, yeah. not that i'm that's in it so that's my thing it's like th- at other schools it's different maybe sometimes too like whatever maybe it's not a player like because there's been multiple like players to wear a certain number but if it's as simple as putting a last name like putting a mcdermott at the end of it making sure he sees some money on the back end of it like why is that so difficult mm-hmm. if so many are selling and it's such a big like attraction why is like I just hope something can be kind of done about that. Like you're saying, like if the school's like the school's just that's a that's a obvious school is using player and player. Yeah. Could be benefiting.
3: I, I think I think it'll be really interesting to see how it progresses. Like yeah, I don't I think that like jerseys that's always kind of been like something that people focus on is like, okay, well, how come I, I remember like. You know when, how can how could Texas AM sell so many number two jerseys, yeah? Uh, during the Johnny Manziel days, and Johnny got none of that, none even of that. though he was doing the yeah, the, the Johnny football celebration. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I it will be interesting to see how all that changes, but now, like, what Johnny Manziel could do, uh, is you would probably be a really successful NIL athlete in college station, uh, at the time, like he would have been able to, and, and, and now it comes down to like, uh, you know, autograph jerseys or autograph appearances or, uh, you know, speaking appearances, you know, just go somewhere and be, Mm -hmm. be somewhere for a company outing or whatever, and make, you know, make an, an easy payday just by being there because you're a college athlete. Um, you know, I, the, the cool, or like the, the thing Matt and I were talking about is, um you know uh, just if if fans want like video recorded messages like sent to them from their favorite players or mm-hmm. um you know whatever it is like there there's not going to be a big limit um outside of things that are are obviously not compliant uh you know <laughs> you're not going to see like college mm-hmm. athletes in alcohol ads but you're you're going to see them be able to make yeah. money now which is
0: i it's it's a really good step in in the right direction i think i think we've tackled the what and beat it to death let's talk about the how for a little bit um what is open doors and um like how <laughs> An hour a half How in. did and get into yeah. it, let's get it. Let's <laughs> get into what that. is open doors how did you yeah. guys come to partner with Creighton and I think Nebraska too, right? Am I not mistaken, those two that you are partnering with so far? Um, Uh, We have 14. Okay, but those are the ones in in state,
3: right? We have a lot. Uh, lot. The the only two in state yeah,
0: right now are Nebraska and Creighton. Okay. Um, So what is Open Doors? How did you guys partner with Creighton and Nebraska? And how are you going to fill those holes that we've been talking about now for the last few minutes, like where the school can use the player, but the player can't use the school. How is open doors going to fill that gap for the player in order to allow them to make money off of basically what the school has been doing for decades? Sure. Uh, all right, here we go. Uh,
3: open doors. Uh, uh, that, is was a really smooth, that was a
0: smooth segue by you. You're a natural talker.
3: <laughs> I mean, I, I have a, I have the face for radio, the voice for print and I, I got out of print pretty quickly. So, yeah. um, open doors open doors is an athlete marketing platform that maximizes the endorsement value for athletes
0: are you reading um, this right now or are you coming off no
1: oh, he's definitely I'm, done this before read, that was good that. Is there a, oh he's done, done this you before, before. <laughs> wait no he's done this before this is good we're getting the whole professional pitch this is awesome wait, it's like selling us right, right now not, shh,
3: shh, shh. all
1: right ready. here's the thing like wait. uh
3: every uh, uh, every monday morning every monday morning uh we we all hop on a I mean we, we we call it stand up because we used to stand up at one point it was just in one room. Now we're all kind of gathering in a conference or like in a meeting area. Uh and and of course now in the pandemic we're just hopping on a Zoom call. Um uh, but every Monday morning during the stand-up, we we say what what we are our core values uh we, we say oh, it every God. single that week
1: that sounds cringy so i'm glad you guys don't so so know like, here's, here's the thing like is it's like a, like a, a, mar- like a market it's like a market
0: <laughs> right? like, yeah, the first right
1: definitely a, it's like they're like it's their our father
3: yeah, yeah i was gonna say i was gonna say <laughs> the first time the first time i did it, i was like what is this like church but like <laughs> but i i love the fact that we actually do it because every monday we're like reminded of why we do what we do um and and so that, that really helps us like to say, to remind ourselves like, yeah, like, you know, our, our vision is to help every athlete, every athlete, not just the star quarterback on, on a power five football team, but, but also, you know, volleyball players at, at Creighton and uh, men's soccer players at Louisville and like everyone like that we're, we're here to help every athlete. So um, it was, it was founded in 2012 by a pair of Nebraska Uh, football players um, you know that this might be the point where a lot of Creighton fans tune out but um, they and maybe not some maybe maybe some will stick on
0: that happened a long time ago so just keep going
3: no doubt probably (laughs) when I was first introduced Uh, (laughs) and uh, uh, and they're they're two very successful players um, one of which uh, had to end uh, his career early because of concussions um, the other one was uh, a kicker in the NFL for, for a little bit um, before kind of diving into open doors full time. Um, but they were good friends with Prince of Mucamara, uh, who got drafted by the giants. Um, and Prince really wanted to like beef up his social media following. And at, at the time they were running a social media agency where they were helping um, helping companies with like some of their marketing materials Um, instead of just like a PDF that they would post on social media, they would maybe like put a little design or, or some graphics into it to, to beef it up a little bit. Um, so Prince came to them and said, Hey, like help beef my social media up. Uh, and Blake, uh, Blake and Adi, who are our founders, um, Blake Lawrence and Adi Kunalik, um, the, both of them with, with their agency, they, they would spend time putting together graphics and, and sending those graphics over to Prince, whether it was like text or email or Dropbox or uh, like DM, they would try and get this content to Prince and Prince wouldn't post it. Um, and so they finally reached out to Prince and said, Hey, why, why aren't you posting this content? And he said, look, like, I'm trying to make an NFL roster right now. Like I need to memorize playbooks. I need to make sure I'm at every meeting and in the gym and at practice and on time. Like, it's a busy life, um, and he was like, "I'm I'm not an expert at it. I don't even know how to work a Dropbox link." Uh, and so Blake and Audie built Open Doors to make it so athletes could connect their social media channels uh, and be able to publish with the tap of a button. Uh, the the posts already built for them, uh, so that all like I said, all they had to do is was, was one tap publishing, and it would go out in their social channels. Um, Prince loved it. He showed his agent. His agent loved it. Uh, and got a few more NFL players like Golden Tate and Damaris Thomas on, on the platform. Uh, and, and they all loved it. Uh, and their agent showed the NFLPA and the NFLPA said, hey, we want to use Open Doors as our like, social media activation partner uh, to help it, so that anyone who wants to do a deal with NFL players um, for social media could use open doors to make that post easy as easy as possible. So think about the uh, uh, like Deandre Ayton tweeted out like on draft week about playing COD. And it Mm -hmm. was basically like he had just pasted the instructions of what to tweet in the tweet and hit send. Um, And I think it was like Markel Fultz when he got drafted. um, Same thing. Like, on Instagram he had posted something about like a watch company uh, and like, it was like, so excited to be drafted by. And like in parentheses, it was like team and like, can't wait to get to, and in parentheses it was like city. So like, like, and, and, and while we laugh, like we also, it's not the athletes fault. Like they're, it's like maybe the busiest week of their life in the draft. And, and they're obviously going to say yes to try and make money off of that yeah. moment. Uh, but they're not social media marketers necessarily. Mm-hmm. Like not every athlete is a social media genius.
2: Mm-hmm. They're,
3: they're an athlete. And, and as with anything, they might need some coaching. So like the power of this platform was that, um, you know, tide could load up a post with everything filled out exactly how they want it to go out. It, they could time it, um, and the player, all, all the player I would have to do is hit a green button. It posts, they get a check in the mail from open doors for tapping a green button on their phone. Uh, so a, a couple of years down the line, Amir Abdullah, a running back out of Nebraska, comes to Blake and audience says, how much are my tweets worth? Uh, and they kind of do a, an audit of his, you know, social media channels. And they say, well, your tweets are probably worth a thousand dollars uh per post. And I think any athlete after that is gonna say what Amir said, which is how do I make more money off of that post? Yeah. And 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 Blake and Adi were like, okay, well post more. Uh we we I've I probably said it just naturally, but we call them social media channels because think of it as a channel. It's it's not an account. It is a channel that you're posting content to. So when an advertiser Mm -hmm. wants to put something out, what channel are they going to go to for television? They're going to go to ABC, NBC, ESPN. They're not going to go to like a, like a channel that I'm not going to say a channel for fear of like insulting anyone who like Mm -hmm. loves that particular channel. But like they, you want to go to like the channel with the highest following Mm -hmm. the highest engagement, Mm -hmm. the most viewers, same thing applies for social media. They want to go, like advertisers want to post content where there's the most following and the most engagement. So um, they said, Amir, post more. And he said, okay, what should I post? So based on that audit, they found that, you know, maybe 40% of his following was from University of Nebraska fans. So if Amir posts 10 times a week, you should probably post, 40% Nebraska content, right? Mm-hmm. Like to play to that following. So who has Nebraska content? The university of Nebraska has Nebraska content. So Blake and Adi go to the university of Nebraska and they say, Hey, look, we are going to, or Amir Abdullah will post content that you send to him. Now, remember what I said at the time, Amir's posts were worth a thousand dollars per post. Mm-hmm but Amir wants to grow his following. So he'll post that content for free. So all Nebraska has to do is say, okay, yeah, we'll send Amir content. Um, and they say, yeah, we'll, we'll do that. We don't have to pay him every single time he posts. No, Amir will post, like he has the opportunity to say no, but he'll post what he wants to post whenever, and you don't have to pay that, that rate every single time he posts. Um, so they're like, yeah, heck yeah, sign us up for that. Um, we go to Amir Abdul and we say, Hey, Nebraska is going to give you content. Uh, Amir's like, great. How much do I have to pay for that content? And, and we say that's, that's free. So athletes never have to pay to have open doors. Like they never have to pay to get content from their school. Um, it That's always free. Now the schools, that's where our partnerships come in with schools where we have those partnerships that, allow the schools to use the open doors platform to send that content to the athlete. But again, they're not having to pay that, you know, per tweet per post fee for those athletes. So from that business um, we, we kind of expanded at the time, like open doors, like was only focusing on uh, alumni because we were a little nervous about compliance rules and and the use of the platform with amateur athletes Mm -hmm. uh, until we got the okay um from oliver luck at the time who said yeah this isn't an an impermissible benefit to give athletes content at school like they're it's it's not impermissible for me to give a creighton men's basketball player photos from the game that they played in that's not impermissible um Mm -hmm. so from there like that's that's how this grew like uh, for a few years college properties were using our platform to send content to those uh to those athletes for them to post um now obviously the the change happens right where nil is going to be a big thing uh and and that is where we see the ability to use open doors to help athletes continue to build their brand like that's what they were doing that's what that's what schools were helping the, uh, the Griffin brothers from UCF. Um, they had a great story mm-hmm. and they had the content sent to them through open doors uh, to help build that brand on social media and, and celebrate the moments where they're drafted and, and all their successes on the NFL field. Um, that's the similar path that a lot of uh, schools are, are going to take now. They're going to utilize open doors. To, to send that content, to help those athletes build their brand. Uh, and and so that the moment – like C.D. Lamb at, at Oklahoma is a really good example. Um, obviously, in his rookie season for Dallas right now, um, prior to that was at Oklahoma. Uh, he was posting content sent to him through Open Doors after they beat Texas in the Red River rivalry. Um, and it was one of the highest – engaging posts that week maybe that month uh on for like for student athletes um which is the power of athlete driven media all of a sudden he is now in the nfl draft he gets drafted by dallas his some of his first posts are going out um and he's he's hitting that same green button that he hit when he was at oklahoma but now he's hitting that green button for partners like panini uh the uh, trading card company or uh, EA sports um, he's hitting that green button. And now instead of just like hitting that green button and it posts and it's an Oklahoma beast. Now he's, he's hitting it's, it's an ad and, and now he's getting money. So it That's like awesome. some of his first posts out of or like after he got drafted were sent from open doors. And it, again, it was the same product that he was using when he was at Oklahoma, but now instead of like building that brand, now it came with a, with a, with a dollar sign. And now like after that, he got checks in the mail mm-hmm. from, from those posts. And that's, that's like the story now is you, you start at a school, you, you post, you build your brand, you get drafted and, and you start then making you money. Out now out that's the, that. that, and, and, and that's the current world, but very soon it could be, you, you go to a school, you start making money.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: So now like that, that process just got moved ahead from, uh, and, and, and I think it's, it's going to be really exciting. So like where, where it started was like the, when, when that news came out, we were, we were really excited. We, we still do a lot of work with professional athletes posting on social media, executing name, image, and likeness deals, essentially, um, through through brands through companies that just want athletes that recognize this average of six-time engagement when an athlete posts compared to when they post um we've been doing that since since we were founded now all we we were excited because all of a sudden it means however many student athletes are now eligible for those types of deals um so we were pumped up but then you know we started thinking about okay we We've talked about this like when when you go to school and and you sign with that university and you start building your brand, now it now it now there's a dollar science behind it earlier than it used to be. so now it comes down to uh, like how can we build a product that can educate student athletes on what they should be doing on social media? Jordan probably knows this better than. Anyone and that's like at the beginning of every year and I think every semester there's an all-student athlete meeting
2: mm-hmm. uh,
3: where where there's a breakdown of the do's and the do-nots uh, and and definitely a section on social media with do's and do-nots and and mostly do-nots. Um, well, what uh, what what are our...
1: a lot of the time compliance <laughs> and I had a very rocky relationship my time <laughs> <laughs> I got a lot of text in my good people but like, in compliance about my posting but hey you
3: know it was never me uh but
1: what uh
3: what what our education looks at is like what are the do's like what should you be doing to build your brand um so there's an education piece um we also look at like uh all right what what have you done so far like what are what are mm-hmm. you using social media for like are you using it for the betterment of your brand or are you using it to retweet Spongebob no, memes.
1: I thought you well, actually brought up you brought up a really good point just about like the Amir Abdullah uh the audit, like in knowing his. I think that would yep. be I don't know if you do you, you do that with like all guys and like all like the big followings and whatnot. But uh so part that would have been yeah, part I'm just thinking and as an athlete, like for all the guys like us, like I I, I make the joke about like freshman year, like not knowing what to post and whatever, but it's kind of true. A lot of guys come in and all I knew freshman year is we had this meeting, right? Like you're saying like the do's and don'ts, but then I was just like, okay, I'm just going to post like guys who are successful, like successful other college athletes. Like, I'm just going to post like that. That's my mindset. Right. But I think what you're saying is so important for a lot of guys to get, where it's like, if you know, like what can make you money and what can build your brand, it's not about just, this is the pathway. It's like, this is what the pathway is for you. Which is something I wish I could have learned a lot early.
0: Yeah. So let me, let me ask a question based on that a little bit too, because here's where here's where I think like corporate marketing can interfere with uh, engine, like um, just not um, trying to think of the word I'm trying to use here. Um, oh yeah.
1: cor Yes. Yes. It like can. Where, where like oh, they like,
0: can like You guys can't be yourselves on your personal accounts because Correct. you have to Correct. make sure you're protecting yes. your brand. So this yes. summer was for people who wanted to listen pretty pretty informative okay um but it also i felt like was a movement that was athlete driven and i think you saw that Mm -hmm. uh filter into the corporate realm where schools like university entities um you know major corporations were all kind of like forced Mm -hmm. now that might be the wrong word like hey, there Washington was a lot. Football, the, the Washington movement, the movement, team. The, the Washington movement,
1: football team. Yeah,
0: the movement basically forced you to speak up or get out, like get out of the, you know, get out of this world, essentially. Because you, yeah, if, out, if out you're Phoenix. not going to stand up for this type of stuff, you stand for nothing. That you know, essentially. So
1: FedEx said that's so, what FedEx so, said. So, <laughs> yeah.
0: So my thing is like, what if in situations like that, in in the name, image, and likeness world, how welcoming is Open Doors and companies like that? Um, that are brand building companies for athletes to um, get on whatever pedestal they got, uh, whether it's social media, whether it's in the street, um, and speak up for something that matters, but that might not uh, cause always a positive ripple effect in terms of their brand. building. Like where does open doors stand on the middle ground of that? Well, I think, you know, the, the answer to that would be like,
3: okay, if, if, if there's an athlete speaking on behalf of social justice or against racism, that that shouldn't hurt their brand and the people that it would hurt, or I guess like the people that would be offended by it, like that's the issue. So right. like, yes, that's so like, I, we saw some social justice posts go out through, through the platform over, over the, the past year. Um, you know, and, and I think it's, oh, really? some of them, yeah, some of them were sent through, uh, well, how that word? yeah, well, like, so, you know, again, like if, if there's a team event, you know, I, I there were so many oh, okay. team, yeah, yeah, yeah. team demonstrations or team, uh, rallies or, uh, you know, gatherings, whatever, whatever. Um, and you know, if, if the content team is there taking photos, like they would get them, to the athletes using Open Doors. Um,
0: I mean, it's, so you're it's not, definitely so, not you're, some, so Open Doors isn't basically linking up with universities to create a bunch of robots, right? Like they're they're gonna let the athletes right. be them, be themselves, yeah. build their own brands, well, and make I've money basically doors, right? yeah. through that like third that intermediate party, which is companies like Open Doors. Correct? I've that, even, am I assuming I've, that right? Yeah. So like. The,
3: there are a couple things that like that open doors can help with, right? Like there are the, Hey, we can make sure that a post goes out exactly how the sender, whether that's the university or a brand wants it to go out. Um, and that's, it's not, it's not roboticizing. Is that a verb? Did I just make that word up?
0: I get you it, so I'll. Tell you I'm, I might I'll have. Allow, yeah, I'll yeah. allow
3: it. We're, it's not. You want to market that for your money. own? Yeah.
0: We'll
3: yeah, I'm there. gonna start yeah. a company. Um, <laughs> it's it's not it's not making robots like it's it's coaching, right? Like it's, um, and and a lot of the times, like any of those posts that get created by senders are editable by by the athletes so they can make sure that anything going out on their account is always in their own voice and nothing goes out on their account without their approval and, um, all that types. But then there's also the, Hey, we're just going to give you a folder of content and you can choose what you want to do with it. Um, you know, so some of those that had a folder sent to them from, uh, the team event, uh, whether it was a March or, or whatever they did, um, you know, they could do nothing with it. Uh, they could, download every single photo and, and post a photo a day. Um, it, it, you know, whatever I think, I think it, you know, part of it is finding out what is going to motivate and what an athlete is passionate about. Like it's, you don't want to be inauthentic on social media. Certainly. Like you want to, yeah. Yeah. You, you want to make sure that the, the person that, you know, we always say the faces are what slow the scroll on social. Um, you know, you could follow brands, you can follow team accounts. Um, but you're, you're definitely gonna stop when you see a person posting like that. Mm-hmm. It, it goes back to again what social media was actually created to do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the brands and the you know we kind of we kind of muck it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but like when I go on social I like I want to see what my friends from college are posting about. I want to see, what my family's posting. Like uh, that's what I, I follow a lot of brand and team accounts and and they put out some awesome content. Um, But really what I go on to social is to see like what, what my friends are doing. (laughs) Um, And so that's, that's, I think, you know, there's no limit really to, to who can utilize open doors uh, in, in that way. Um, We have schools that have uh, like, I think UCF has the mayor signed up of uh, the mayor of Orlando is on the platform. Uh, I, I know uh, a couple schools have like prominent media people. So, uh, I don't know, Matt, maybe you need to, uh, ask Creighton to get, get you signed up on open doors. Uh, and, uh, Well, hold up uh, though.
0: We joked about that and I'm probably not qualified. However, um, for a guy like Jordan sitting here, like who's, you know, in the post part of his career, um, or I guess he's, a of his, he's in the part of his he's in the part of his career where he's where trying to he's trying to make, make a living, of yeah. It, yeah. Where Creighton isn't like riding the room and board and all that kind of stuff, like yeah. How does a how does a player like Jordan um, attack the post um, post career college days um, through brand building? You know what I mean. Like where through brand building, you know what I mean. Like what's going on? What are you doing?
3: Are you there? What's going on? My my phone was yeah my my phone was dying. Sorry.
0: Oh well, is it dying? Is it still dying?
3: It it's it's getting close.
0: Okay. Are you gonna survive the rest? I, of I hate to I hate to wrap
3: it. I I well again, Matt. It's it's kind of whatever I need to do to get off the phone with you. Um, we'll figure cool. this out. We'll figure He's this out. To that
1: point with you. It's okay. I'm, yeah, it's, okay. it's, it's now, the point. Don't worry, he's asking questions about me now. It's the
0: <laughs> how does now, like now yeah? How does how, how do how do players, former players like Jordan, um brand build in their post you know college careers? Like does it, it doesn't because you're because of what you've said so far. It makes it sound like it doesn't stop once the eligibility is gone. It almost is the first step in it in a lot of ways. Well, you know, like. Jordan
3: probably picked up a lot of followers uh, that are Creighton fans during mm-hmm. his time at Creighton. Um, and so there are a lot of, uh, a lot of schools like that use alumni uh, and, and continue to provide them with content and send them content. A lot of the focus is justifiably and, and it, you know, it's going to be on current student athletes, but uh, you know, I, I would recommend alumni to reach out to their schools and say hey like what what can i do to help like you know whether that's um getting signed up like for for open doors and and getting access to to media like uh i know that i i i got a free trial of open doors like my last year at creighton uh so i was i was able to utilize the platform a little bit um one of the things that I utilized was the uh, like infinity coaches, Char- uh, charity challenge, mm-hmm. coaches, mm-hmm. charity challenge, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and getting content to recent grads, like Johans, like uh, mm-hmm. Ethan Ragi, like uh, Zierden um, and, and getting them to post content to, you know, for, for coach Mac and for that mm-hmm. Coaches charity challenge. And I think I also even created like, the similar pieces of content, but like at the time
1: I, we weren't, we weren't using open doors. Do you remember that? I remember that period because we weren't using open doors, but it was the first time we had gotten templates of what we, they asked us, they were like, you don't have to do it completely optional, but they were like, this is the tweet to help coach Mac. Like, please post it just like this. And it was like, it showed, like we had, it was the first time we had pictures like with it, like they sent us pictures and a post. And it was like, yep. Yeah. And it was the first. And so that was really cool.
3: Um, so that's that like had a couple of reasons, like why I didn't use student like current student athletes was one. I got that trial, like in the middle of the season. So yeah. I didn't really want to like disrupt yeah. you guys. Yeah. Um, and so I just sent those posts to John McHugh to yeah. send to you it guys.
1: To yeah. Um, yeah. That makes sense
3: you know, again, you know, whatever I can you know, pass off to, uh,
0: mm-hmm.
3: but like that's, I, I used open doors for the alumni portion of it. Um, yeah. and, and I would, you know, I would do that with current student athletes now, mm-hmm. um, is, is getting them those pieces of, of mm-hmm. content and that caption to like help certain causes, but like that that content did really, really well on social. Like we so, advanced Coach Matt to like the semifinals that year. Yeah. Um, yeah. I so but
1: let me ask you this then. Is there a way for guys so say, because I know it's just for guys on the team now, and obviously I can't really go back into it, right? Like I don't think there's any way I can get open doors now. Wow, you sounded really
0: depressed when you said it like that.
1: Yeah, because I, I was like, like You, you definitely go, can
0: Jordan, but I could.
1: Yeah, yeah no, I, was, too, <laughs> I, I was, I was, I was trying. That was kind of like a begging voice for him to mm. give me his free trial. That he, you know, that's <laughs> Matt, my Matt, trial Matt that. absolutely can't. Uh, but Jordan, you're an athlete, man. Like yeah. you, no, and so you, you never have to pay for Open doors So okay, great. And so th- that's my question. So guys, can always even if so, say you because Crane has so many guys play pro overseas. Like so, it would be great for that in particular. But even if you didn't say, I just went on to go into journalism now i could still tap into some of the basketball pictures and all that like even if i wasn't playing pro now
3: yeah i mean like i i don't know everything about the account that creighton has currently i know that a lot of the content on there is is for the current athletes yeah um
1: but but that's if, what i mean they, i just don't think because they there wouldn't have been because open doors I, they, they have their own team of like like their photos are all unique to the company, right? No. So like, um, what it, what, what
3: Creighton's doing is like Creighton's uploading the photos that their photographers take during games or whether, whether it's, um, you like internal, like the internal Mm -hmm. staff, their photos, or if they hire a photographer for a game. So like the same photos that you got, during your time like if 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 you would reach, like did you ever reach out to rob or, or McHugh for yeah. uh, after it got yeah
1: especially after well they got really good with it my junior year and wilbur just started sending them all to us
3: 100 so like that is now like what open doors could be used for so like just make yeah. it so they can dump oh, all those man. photos in a man. folder and like they could be on your phone five minutes after a game that's all awesome. so like that's that's kind of like the, the progression that we're going towards now. I would say, like, if you're if you want to get going, like, you know, reach out, say, hey, I want, I want to get access to my photos and post about it. Like I would send. Uh, Raggy, like a good luck Creighton uh, post. Oh, yeah. Yeah. With yeah. like with a clip from like the Villanova game before we played Villanova like so that's oh, okay. that's how I would Let's do it like it so that
0: makes
1: sense that makes I'm glad sense. you what told sure me that because now. now I'm gonna stop yeah.
0: retweeting that stuff because it felt like, the, the first <laughs> like oh man Ethan's like, tapped in like no he's not really tapped in like, or really like
1: when when, in. when
3: when when <laughs> to, when Toby would post uh, that dunk from uh, at Nebraska he still on, does on he whenever. still does like I know every, he does. every,
1: every month <laughs> I know he does. Like, yeah, that's that, man. Toby I can make like annoying. six figures I think, I on think, that dunk right there. Like I, I think, no, I think I've seen that dunk video more times than any dunk video in any <laughs> crate and everything. Also, was my road I have to take responsibility out, for shout that. Shout out, yeah. shout out, But that was hey, me. I
0: got, I got, I want, I got one last uh, thing to pick your brain about before we can. Um, send you back inside and see if you still have a marriage to go home to. Um, <laughs> unlikely, unlikely at this point. <laughs> we have spent a lot of time on this. I just want to know, like, just from your experience in working with Open Doors and um, seeing athlete engagement um, through marketing at Creighton, both, um, you know, on social media and ticket offices, sort of thing. What's the what's the earning potential of all athletes? Like, I'm talking. If it's Skylar Heinrich in soccer who's a stud in women's soccer, if it's if it's like a Jalen Winters type or a Keeley Davis type in volleyball, um, if it's a Jalen, I remember having conversations with the marketing team last year, like, yo, you guys should slap Jalen Agnew on like every billboard around the corner because you got a WNBA player here and you don't realize it, like and then she went to WNBA. Um, like and then you know the, the men's basketball team and almost like takes care of itself because that's like the big one like those guys don't have to do too much on the court to be popular. So that's like an almost an easy question to answer, but like what's the earning potential of a men's basketball player, women's basketball player, who's really good. um, A volleyball player, who's an all American, um, a soccer player who's basically a threat to score a goal every time they touch it, you know, like what's the earning potential of an athlete like that at Creighton, Um, especially in like an Omaha market that you would think is a small market, but it's, Bigger for a Creighton or a Nebraska or a UNL because there are, isn't really like a a tug of war with a professional athlete for that for those re, for that revenue basically. Sorry, that yeah. was a good question, but I figured it's it's all kind of. I, I, right?
3: I think I followed you. Um, no, like a lot of a lot of it kind of comes down to like. And it's a really safe answer, right? Like there is no limit to what they could earn because a lot of these things will come down to what they're willing to do. Like if, if they're, if they're like, Hey, I'll only do like Instagram story posts, like, okay, well, you're limiting your earning potential based on that. Like you, where you could get more if you do an in-person appearance or if you do an autograph session, or if you sign this basketball or, um, you know, if you're opening up all of your social media channels like that, that is, you know, that expands your, your earning potential, um, the market, certainly where you're in kind of you touched on that, I think the less competition you have, the, the better, um, and, and the more companies that are in your area that are willing to spend money on athlete marketing, um, because they understand the value the the six x value that we talked about at, at the very beginning of this. Um, the, the better chance that you have, uh, you know, we've, like I said, we've been doing NIL deals, essentially social NIL deals since for, for almost 10 years now. So we, the data that we have on it is like, Hey, an athlete with this many followers, uh, you know, we take a lot of things into account, like number of followers, number of impressions. Number of engagements, the engagement rate, uh, engagements to impressions. Um, You know, all 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 of these things are are kind of taken into account. And and, uh, you know, I I would say like I I do have some. I am now actually reading from something, but like we we kind of did uh, an analysis back in May. Um, So the Twitter and Instagram follower numbers and and the earning potential numbers in general are from back in May. But of the student athletes for this season the student athlete with the highest earning potential was
0: Paige Beckers
3: uh Paige Beckers not dude
0: jesus really Paige,
3: Paige Beckers how did
0: you butcher that name she's like I, the the girl i
3: Matt, i i was on a roll right there i, I, yeah, I did a slip. On, we've yeah. been on the You've phone got, for 3 got, hours what I was what do you, got, what do you was, want got, me to do
0: it's like I you guys heard, heard of this that. michael jordan guy like he's really good <laughs>
3: Not as good as LeBron, uh, but Paige. So we yes,
1: have
3: the, the, we had the, I can't wait. I can't no, wait. We'll have you back. Roll, on time. That. We'll, roll
1: time. We're going to have a whole MJ versus LeBron episode. Don't worry. <laughs> we'll have you back. We'll have you back. We'll continue. Can't wait. Continue. Yeah. Roll tight. Continue. I just,
3: I, I had to do that because I knew Matt would hate it. Uh, but Paige's potential earning, like we had it at $670,000
2: per post
3: like, in total like that okay, so. that is what like based on her follower total based on her engagement like it, it, like trevor lawrence was at uh four hundred and fifty four thousand. like it these are potential earning numbers based mm-hmm. on their followers their impressions their reach it's what we've seen
0: so pay out earns is basically the number one pick in the nfl draft without even playing the games What you're saying
3: Absolutely. Based on based on it's similar to like maybe Zion would have been higher than Paige or would have been higher than another potential number one draft pick in the NFL uh-huh. uh when he when he was a freshman, like just because of how he had built his brand. Mm-hmm. Um now that's that what that doesn't mean is that Paige is gonna get a check for six hundred and seventy thousand right. dollars. Right. Like <laughs> it is potential earnings, like based on her social statistics or the stats mm-hmm. that we have from her mm-hmm. compared to other professional athletes with those mm-hmm. similar, like that is the potential earnings. Like
0: that's what we've seen. So, uh, Have you done one for Creighton at all that you could talk about or is that still not information you can share? Or- I, I, I don't know if,
3: um, so with, with our NIL readiness program, part of it is like that education piece, Mm-hmm. and uh, a at social ranking and analysis so they definitely could have some information on how valuable their their tweets are now a couple of things like yes uh, that's earning potential like i have the potential to earn six hundred and seventy thousand dollars but it doesn't mean i will um part mm-hmm. of that part of that part of that is going to come down to like what i'm willing to do to to get to that point how how much i'm willing to mm-hmm. like it's yeah Athletes, athletes can't assume if this legislation gets passed on yeah. day one, they're going to start making money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're going to have to work for it. Like they're yeah. going to have to have a channel that's worth putting advertisements on and they're going to have to be. Then, yeah.
1: Then it becomes a slippery slope because then it's like you're competing with other athletes who also want to market the same brands and 100%. companies that you want. And then also kind of what Matt was touching on earlier, you lose – like how much of you are you willing to give up now? Like, if, if some company comes and is like, okay, if you post this, but you can't post any pictures about this, this, and this while you're posting for us, are you willing to do that? Because it's like, I don't know if I'm willing to stop posting pictures, like, with my dog. If a company like, oh, no, I want you. You know what I mean? Like, but on a right. crazier scale, like, there's things that are going to be like that. So, I mean, it, it's...
3: Uh, there's not really... A limit right like that's a really really high number and i don't know if she will make that amount of money in social media endorsements uh but i i will say like you do see a lot of athletes nowadays putting aside their salary and just mm-hmm. living off of sponsorships yeah. um so like the thought process of making a lot of money off of sponsored posts off of name image and likeness and advertising that's not out of the realm of possibility. And like, think back to Caitlin Ohashi from UCLA and, and that that mm-hmm. routine, that gymnast routine just going viral. Like that was, that would have been worth a lot. That, yeah. that had a lot of NIL value. That that engagement and her following grew because of that. Like, so it, the, the point of that too is that it's not just going to be Football players, men's basketball players, and women's basketball players. Like um, uh, Matt, you might know this
0: name, Haley Cruz. Yeah, she's like the TikToks Uh, TikTok softball for Oregon, right?
3: Yep. So uh, the potential earnings here was 117 grand. Like, (sighs) so, but, but again, it's potential. Like, it at no point are we saying like these are what they're going Definitely. to make no, We're we're no, saying no. like based on the stats that we have seen off of almost a decade in the business of NIL, mm-hmm. like this is what the value of posts can get you to. Um,
0: so, so it, is, it, is, is Paige helped? is I'm wondering like, is Paige helped out by the fact that I don't know, there's not a professional team competing for her or she's not competing with professional athletes in her market. Like whatever that Connecticut market is like from stores to however it reaches, I'm sure there's some intersectionality with, with the New York market and that East coast thing too. So it's probably tougher, but like just zoning back in on like Nebraska, like for Husker athletes, for Creighton athletes, for, for UNO athletes. If they, if they, you know, get involved with that, like, because there's not, you know, Husker football is like the thing um, Creighton basketball is like the thing. Volleyball is a volleyball state. Like Creighton and Nebraska both have big followings, like the College World Series, all that type of stuff, like the event town that it is. Is there a lot of potential for um, athletes in you know Omaha, Lincoln, uh, the, the major cities in Nebraska, to, to capitalize on what they can do in college at those respective schools more so than, say, like a Texas would um, – you know competing with like the Dallas Cowboys Houston Rockets like all those professional teams that are in Texas like or California or Florida like is it it different for players in states that don't have to compete with professional athletes to um get like commercial opportunities if you will
3: yeah I think it's definitely going to be easier I mean the less if if a company wants to uh reach an audience it, it comes it every every advertising it comes down to target audience right like i mean Mm -hmm. so if you have a good following in that target audience you have a very good chance of of making money off of that you have a good chance of being the social channel that an advertiser wants to publish on so you know if if you want to target basketball fans in omaha like Yes, like a lot of people might like LeBron, but I, I I have no clue. Like maybe more basketball fans follow Doug McDermott in Omaha than they follow LeBron James. Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah, or maybe. yeah or or no, no, if they point. don't, if they don't, if more people do follow LeBron than Doug in Omaha that are basketball fans, I can probably you know go to go to Doug and and get that post out. I might not be able to like. Budgetary,
0: get it with LeBron. LeBron. (laughs) But but it might be expensive.
3: But like that's what we're talking about. And then like, so so I I think you know, right now the best thing that student athletes can do is is to gain followers in the target audience that advertisers Mm -hmm. are going to want it. And and there's like there's no way of knowing necessarily, but the the easiest way to gain followers is to put good content on your channels. <clears throat> it's, it's the same thing with the television. The mm-hmm. easiest way to gain followers or viewers is to put out good shows, content. Yeah. So that is the same thing that, that needs to apply. So um, I, I would agree. I think, uh, you know, if, if, if I'm, a, if I'm a men's basketball player and, and the choices come down to, you know, a Duke or a Kentucky or a mm-hmm. Creighton, mm-hmm. I think that yes like there's obvious benefit to going to Duke. Like going back to a point at the very beginning, I don't think that we'll see too many more student athletes say I'm going to forego a year yeah. at Duke or at Kentucky or at Creighton to go play in the G League yeah. because that is a year that because I could be- brand that comes with yes, Zion it like Zion became Zion. My wife knows about Zion Williamson. Because he played at Duke and Duke was on TV, and that was like must watch basketball. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, that like, but we don't watch a whole lot of G League in this house, like, we like so. Jalen Green, I'm I think that's uh, like I, but I, I, and I respect what he did because he said, I need to go make money now, and I get that. Mm -hmm. Um, but now you can do that and gain more audience. By going to a school, Mm -hmm. and so I think that it helps some programs that maybe were just kind of on the cusp, like a Creighton, say,
0: "Hey, look, like
3: we're going to invest." What I was thinking because, like,
0: I think I think a lot of the argument would be, "This is basically the end of parody in sports or in college sports." And I'm like, "Well, hang on a minute, because if if it's about the market, there's a lot of schools that maybe aren't." that are maybe like trying as hard as they can um, pinching pennies here and there to compete with bigger schools right now um, just for recruits and whatnot uh, that probably would have an easier time in a post NIL Mm -hmm. world because they're not like just Nebraska and Creighton are two examples in this state. There is isn't a professional team that are, that those athletes will be competing with Um, like just in the big East alone, look at like page at UConn, um, or or James Knight. like there's not a professional athlete in that market that they're competing with. So when they're the star, they're literally on the biggest stage. They're the mm-hmm. star. They're the most marketable sports figure, um, like a Providence athlete, like schools that you wouldn't normally think are appealing to the conversation when compared to a blue blood might now be because they have a national television following with the fs1 contract with the big east plus no competition from a professional athlete for those dollars in the market that they're competing with like so almost the earning potential gets a little bit higher and that narrative that it might be the you know it might hurt smaller schools isn't necessarily true and you have schools that are now investing
3: in tools like open doors Mm -hmm. to help athletes build their brand so i I know it's part of recruiting pitches. I haven't sat in on one. I don't, I guess I don't know for a fact that it is, but I do know that that's that's a focus now for for schools is to say, hey, you come here, you're going to build your brand and we're going to help you build your brand X, Y, Z. And I, in no way, shape or form will Open Doors ever, ever take credit for uh, recruits or anything like that. But you've seen some, you've seen some good recruiting news happen at Nebraska and at Creighton recently. And a large part of that, I think is because they're able to show that they're investing time to help them grow. Like coach Mack and his player development is still, in my opinion, underrated. Uh, Like, and, and what he's been able to do in his time at Creighton is, is unreal. And, and the fact that, like, you have Tyshawn now in a great position to, to you know, like do right. well. Mm-hmm. Um, you have uh, a, the highest recruiting class ever ready to come in. Mm-hmm. And you have, like, a, the biggest player of the year currently, mm-hmm. by the way, uh, in, in Omaha right now. So, mm-hmm. like, um, mm-hmm. I think what he's able to show on the court, like, that speaks for itself they're they're also able to now say like look like we now have tools that are going to be able to help you build your brand off the court and and you put that together and it's pretty powerful like that's so and nebraska just recently got their first five-star recruit a lot of that has to do with family ties a lot of that has to do with fred hoiberg being a very very good coach Um, but they also have the tools in place that are Mm -hmm. going to help build brands so like Mm -hmm. it's it's going to I I think the ability to help build brands is going to play a massive, massive role in, in recruiting. Um, And that's, that's the exciting part. Like I'm getting excited talking about it just because Mm -hmm. it's going to be so cool to see what student athletes are going to be able to do. And, and the great content that schools have been able to produce Um, like you Jordan, like you said, like um, the, the content, like, ramped it up when creighton put an emphasis on content creators yeah like that that is what we're going to now see at other schools they're going to put more they're going to invest more in content creators to get that content not just out on their own pages but also in the hands of their athletes which will help them build their brand which will help maximize their endorsement value
1: and and, and that's that has to be that has to be i'm just thinking i'm putting myself in like the mind of a recruit now like being recruited by these schools because you got to think how cool is that now that like if you're one of these top guys or even if you're just have like any schools right like you're just like oh like now it's a decision like you're like I like the way this school said they were going to market me better and again like it's all word of mouth but it's still another component to recruiting that becomes a thought in an athlete's mind so I think that's very cool well I just think one
0: of the things like that was probably I mean, Nebraska maybe had this back when they were building their football dynasty. Um, and I think Creighton has certainly tried to sell it with the basketball program. Is like, it's, you're going to be, you have star potential in like a small family knit community or whatever. Yep, and That's been the appeal. So now you add like a dollar sign in place of that S, you have star potential in an, in a family based community. So like you don't have to deal with a lot of noise mm-hmm. like you would in a New York or a Boston mm-hmm. or or in Los Angeles. And you can still now, on top of the fact of the attention that you would get from your stardom, be able to earn money off your own name while you're here. So like I think that's only gonna I mean that enhances it. I can't even I mean that's why we brought no, you on because yeah. you could tell me in terms of like literal numbers what that does to enhance it. But I I mean That's, I can't imagine from a recruiting standpoint, that's not going to be a major appeal for Mm -hmm. programs that have a large fan base in a small, yeah, uh, a small knit community where there isn't a competition for Mm -hmm. their marketing services like that.
1: Yeah, that's a good point too, because it's not only exciting for the athlete now, but like that builds up like the smaller schools that are like the shit where they are like where they are like so it's going to make those i mean it also helps more the, more e-
0: yeah and the economy around the town
1: like think about yeah. businesses that are yeah. like
0: looking for mm-hmm. just ways to amplify their message like think yeah. about like small businesses that are going to come out of this pandemic mm-hmm. struggling and trying to make mm-hmm. um True. trying to build back up like yeah you could just say hey i can throw some cash at an athlete real yeah. quick college mm-hmm. athlete like a like a marcus Zagorowski or a mitch Balak, and all they gotta do is you know Say, point. say these it's say these words point, in a yeah. tweet. Hit that green button like Mike's talking yeah. about. Like it's friends, like my local friends. my local yeah. business
1: is about to shut down. Can I get a tweet from one of these guys? And then boom. boom.
0: Yeah, like okay, it, I,
1: happened. yeah, it's no, it's a, it's a great point. I don't
0: know why it took us till twenty twenty to make all these common sense implementations, but damn it, they better be getting put in place. So uh Mike, man, I appreciate you. I know we give you a hard time. Or I do. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. George, Jordan was Jordan's so best behavior
1: if you couldn't tell we both didn't have anything to do today we don't have kids and lives so you just kind of talk to each other yeah uh, uh matt what
3: i or i'll say what i told matt was i i'm willing to hop on any podcast for jordan scurry um oh man i i thought that it was just matt and i was like no i can't do that um but you know any any time that i can help out uh you Know Jordan or any any, any uh, athletes that I saw during my time at
0: Creighton. Uh, awesome. we'll, happy be to do that. we'll be in touch. Like, we'll be in touch. I won't be one of those. I'll tell you what Jordan's name in the title and hit mine on purpose. So, like, my nicknames like were like. That, that's where <laughs> that, yeah, that's where it got me. I like, think that's it's a little, that's a little trick we play on people.
1: <laughs> Confuses <laughs> people too. Like, oh,
0: Matt's on, man. I want.
3: No, thanks, thanks guys for having me on. Happy to talk about it. Happy to. Come back and talk more about it too. So hopefully, hopefully there'll be some uh, good news from the NCAA. Uh, see what what legislation gets passed. Um, it's kind of hopefully awesome going to be an exciting time.
0: All right. <laughs> appreciate you man. For coming Jordan, on, man. Would,
3: roll <laughs> tight, guys. Okay. All right.
2: Okay.
0: Honestly, we should we'll just we're just gonna wrap the whole episode here though, so you can hang tight. Uh, All right. But hopefully, people, you know. Um, enjoyed your insights and uh you know got some a better picture of what this means in terms of because i know there's like a lot when you talk about paying college athletes they're like you know the first thing is like well they already get the scholarship and all the perks and all that and you know especially when you hear stories from old athletes back in the you know 80s 90s early 2000s or whatever like yeah they do have more perks than you but you still didn't get enough either so it's not like there isn't still a way right. to go there.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah. that It's not like exactly. your situation
0: was right either. We just can't fix that because there's
1: no time yeah. machines in this world. So, um, and there was just no internet, so you we just didn't talk about it because <laughs> everyone just your generation yeah. they, they, they were just like, oh no, we're just gonna. Yeah, you could, only, you, could only
0: yell to, you could only yell at each other, and then the coaches yeah. were like, Hey, shut up. And then you had to shut yeah. Up, so, yeah. Yeah. There also wasn't like You couldn't, like you couldn't go on I'm, like
1: a Twitter rant and be like, yeah. Oh, why is this a problem? You just literally had to say it to a teammate, and he'd be like, <laughs> Stop being soft, bro. We're all going through this. Yeah. yeah I don't, we're also, wishing, I don't wish every, I don't wish every every played in that national era. TV. I don't wish I played in that era.
0: For sure. Yeah. All right, everybody. This is episode two. Hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back at you next Sunday with, uh, yeah, just some more unpredictable awesomeness, hopefully. so We'll let Jordan do the Hope- intro next time,
1: too. Yeah, we'll do hopefully less I'll do the intro and outro, but <laughs> shout, out, shout out to the people. Shout out to the people for tuning in. We appreciate you. If anybody made it through this whole episode, I know we're going to clip it up. Hey, but if anybody made it through this whole episode, I'll tweet this out and then i'll re- tweet that you watch this whole episode and i'll respond because congrats to you <laughs> and matt, matt matt will buy you chipotle yeah matt will That's buy it. you chipotle he
0: will he will not do that will not.
1: matt will do it he just matt said will it. do it not matt, he just said it so now Chipotle <laughs> to anybody who listens to this whole podcast
0: all right happy new year everybody be safe <laughs> see
2: you guys